0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
2: Yeah, we, all right. Oh, cut off. Yeah, it's on. like a cross between Pete Tong and, and downtown Judy Brown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's good. Not a lot of people know. The sexier voice both of us. That's, That's right. what MTV was actually music. What's up, everyone? Paul Poslock is Salvatore Cusmano. Brad Weisgerber, we are Inside Real Estate. Uh, awesome. In the, house. in the house. Today we have the carpet guys and girls. Gals. uh, gals, uh In the studio, we have Joe Zago. Yep. Uh, and we have Heather Alessi. How are you? Good Fantastic. morning. Good Fantastic. morning, guys. So just for the, the national audience out there, these guys are like a local company who have done a really amazing job with their marketing. They, they do carpet, obviously. Um, and really their story is really interesting. So I really want to get into your story, how you got to where you're at. I think it transcends all avenues. Obviously we're a real estate show, but you guys are tied in and also your marketing has been on point. Everybody knows who you guys are. And that's, that's a testament for you guys and what you've done with your marketing. So kudos to that. So. Today, we're going to talk about that. It's going to be all about you guys. So, Joe, you have an interesting story. At one point, you had like nothing. Right.
1: Like, a few times. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: So Joe, just for everybody, it's an interesting story. Like he like didn't have heat in his house. He, he, he failed a lot of times. And I think failure is necessary to be successful. And you took that failure and actually did something with it instead of just saying, oh, woe is me. Like, I don't have anything. What am I going to do? And you just wallowed in it. you like picked yourself up and did something with it. So give me like the background of like that part of the story and then we'll we'll move on from there
0: there's many times in my life that I played the victim role though too it's not like That's I, did, fair, I yeah. didn't do the whoa you know, I did the poor me for a while but it just doesn't work <laughs> you know, you know? Like, I this mean, isn't working out you know, like, oh, I wanna, you know, like a lot of people I want to blame other people when you know oh, the, the, yeah, the world screwed fault. me you know? Trump did
2: it okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so what happened so you, you, like you were oh you, god it's you were selling by, by the way he sold Kirby vacuums as well we've had a few people in here that have sold vacuums which is really interesting I
0: think it's car radios in high school. You did. Yeah. Right. Well,
2: <laughs> so did you go door to door doing Kirby? Uh, yeah. Uh, when I was... That's uh, a tough racket, dude.
0: It was, uh, you know, I, I was in a lot of trouble when I was a teenager. My parents were both good people, good school teachers and weren't consolidated yeah. schools. I mean, it, they are really respected and I was the jackass that went to... You know, I mean, I, we were trying to be on TV. We wanted to be on America's Funniest Funniest Home Videos. So I got a whole bunch of kids to pitch in ten dollars a piece because I know I'd get expelled for it. And I knocked over the school <laughs> Christmas tree in the middle of the library in front of everybody Whoa. while they were recording something.
1: Man, and, Jesus. you know, I mean, That's I was I was, I was an embarrassment sweet. to my that parents. I
0: mean, sweet. I would give you ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people did. Half of them didn't pay though. But. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was I was a rotten kid, man. I was just, and it wasn't that I was. I just sought. I sought to be kind of the atten- the center of attention. Yeah, you um, like that, right? When sure. I was when I was younger my my parents uh my mom really paid a lot of attention to me, my dad as well. Um came to my my baseball games and stuff when I was a kid, but then uh, over time I kind of sought the attention of the neighborhood kids and my parents kind of like a lot of kids, you know, the parents yeah, stopped meaning something to them to, to you for for a while and then um, yeah, you're little, and I got in a lot of trouble, you know, I mean, I still remember the, the, the address to the Macomb County youth home, 380 <laughs> North Rose road.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> um, dude. Yeah.
0: But, but you know, rightfully so I got slapped pretty hard when, when my parents couldn't bail me out of stuff. And, uh, I went to a boarding school out in Massachusetts for three and a half years. And when I got out, um, I just didn't want to listen to what, anybody had to say i just wanted to kind of you know dance the beat of my own drum and i was out there for about six months and then when i came back to michigan i was living in my aunt's basement in clinton township and i was you know doing like a lot of couch potato teenage late teenagers do you know yeah and she said you got to get a job or you got to get out
2: watching a lot of maury and <laughs> 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 it was, you it were, were not the no, <laughs> it, it, it was i think
0: it was uh it was Jenny Jones and uh, Ricky Lake and who was the other Mark, – Mark Wahlberg had a show back then. He did? I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, he no. did.
1: All right. Well, yeah, I didn't watch anyway, Anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I,
0: I, I looked at the newspaper and I just circled some random things that I found. And one job was um, Jack's Car Wash up on Telegraph and I figured that would be good. I get $10 an hour and I'll make tips and meet a bunch of pretty girls, get free car washes and I went there first. Were you the and towel guy? which, which guy I, did I didn't get the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other one, the other job that That's was in dumb. the paper was shampooing carpets for $400 a week. I'm like, oh, man. But I had to get a job. Otherwise, my aunt was going to kick me out. You had to, you had to get and something, right? I was a blind dad. You know, I thought I was going to be like the shampoo boy. But it really what it was, it was selling Kirby vacuum cleaners door to door. But I didn't find that out for like a week because they're... <laughs> the way their interview process was. It was they kinda, slid you in there. Yeah. Once it was revealed to me and, and I got I got all excited about it because like my boss was like this 26-year-old guy that was going to be a millionaire and he had this gold nugget bracelet that had to be, you know, way more than me. I mean, it was like, man, yeah. I, you know, this guy's killing it. Yeah, he's you doing know? well, right. So I went home and I, I told my aunt, I said, man, I could be a millionaire in five years. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, get a real job, you know, and, and everyone told me, you can't do it. And the more people told me, you can't do it, the more it inspired me to just shut them up and show them that I could do it. Because I would have quit like everybody else. You had a chip you know? on your shoulder, right? I just point. did. Yeah. yeah and I just go. didn't want to fail. Yeah. And so I did that for seven years. Holy yeah. so cow. Yeah. And, so yeah. and, so yeah. yeah. and, and, you know, at, at, 20, <laughs> <laughs> at, at, 20, at 20 years old, I was making between sixty and $80,000 a year selling vacuum cleaners door to door. So you parents, did well. And my parents were making 40000 a year to being teachers for 30 years. You know, right. so. So I at that point, I just realized, you know. Do like, you feel like
2: you made it at that point?
0: I, you know, yeah. I got to the point where I was like, well, I was way ahead of all my friends. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I had yeah. a new car and all my friends were driving a station wagon or something. <laughs> right. You know, I lost my license a dozen times in the process. But, you know, um, <laughs> I was always rebellious. of a kid, dude. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like, you know, I, I, once you start – breathing and looking around you and seeing that you're ahead of the people that were your peers at the time. And yeah. then you kind of, for me, I got complacent a lot of times.
1: Yeah. Um, you're comfortable
0: and then you get slapped. Something else hits you really hard and then you, you get off your ass and yeah. figure something out. Life will slap out. the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I did that for a while and then, um, and, and then I got out of it and was selling refrigerators at Sears, sold cars at Birmingham Chrysler and, uh, another dealership down the road. And, um,
2: so I, I knew sales was my thing. Right. You know? And um, anyone that can cut it door-to-door sales, sales is your thing. Yeah, if you can do door-to-door, dude, if you're knocking on someone's door and, and like, like, hey, because you come to my door, I'm like, no, I'm not converting to whatever you're <laughs> wanting me to convert to. And no, I don't want your vacuum. Well, I, it was
0: it was tricky because, I mean, believe it or not, like, like some offices had preset appointments where they would call the customer and right. say, you know, we'll give you a free – Carpet shampoo. If you take a look at our product, you don't yeah. have to buy anything. And the reality was we go to this house and we put this Kirby vacuum on the floor and within, you know, Thirty seconds, you watch their body language being from like the standoffish person to someone that's like in shock that you're pulling so much crap out of their floor that their kids are crawling around on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, so, there's nothing
2: more powerful than showing someone how much shit is it actually in your carpet, yeah, how dirty their house and, really and is. And so, I mean, it's was,
0: it was really yeah. it's creative sales. I mean, when we got to the to the house, those were preset appointments. But for a lot of for three of the years, I was just knocking door to door, and it sucked in the wintertime. I'll tell you that with yeah. dress shoes, yeah, especially had in some Michigan, forty dollar George Armani dress shoes on that would <laughs> <George laughs> <laughs> dye, dye my feet black. You know, George from And so you're knocking the door and you'd give them a roll of paper towel and say, hey, we're giving you giving away free cleaning supplies. Anybody been by today to give you these? And they say, no, well, here, this is yours. You stick it in your hand. I'll be right back. Wow. You don't even tell them what you're doing. You just come back to the van, get the Kirby, and put your head down and shuffle your feet and walk in the house. You just got to get in there, right? <laughs> and and they say, what are you doing? Well, you get to keep that just for taking a look. I'll be out in five minutes. And then that five minutes turns into like an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And And... It was it was the most amazing process because you'd, you'd you'd be in this woman's house that wasn't expecting you. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Her husband's still at work. She has a vacuum cleaner in her closet that her husband just bought her that she thinks works perfectly fine. And within an hour, you're turning you know this person that was totally standoffish into somebody that's fighting with her husband over the phone that she has to have this thing. That's why. <laughs> you know, willing to get divorced over this thing. You know, yeah. because, you know, and, and you know, and the husband's like wanting to kill you. <laughs> you right. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was
2: like get out of my house. But dude. but we would
0: sell. I mean, I think the national average was like one out of five. No way. So once you're in the house it was it's like one them because it was that impressive if you followed the structure and you did the whole demo it, you know. I mean obviously so the Kirby worked, vacuum
1: was also badass, right? Yeah, I mean like, things,
0: I I've got one from 25 years ago from yeah. Nice to sell them and it still works, you know. Yeah. My parents have one that I sold them. It right. still
1: works. They're still around. Um, but, yeah. but
0: they're you know you know you know people are buying a $150 vacuum cleaner that they thought was great and then here we
2: are with a $1500 vacuum cleaner and we're selling them. You and know? It's funny and, cuz that like 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 fast forwarding now you're selling the actual carpet
0: Right, <laughs> But right, yeah. but, what it, but luckily I sold quality stuff because it really was the great, the best product right. that there was of its you kind. You believed in the product. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How you could you, you not, have to, yet right? You've right. Seen yeah. it. And the customer becomes a believer too when they see it. So right. it was, um, you know, after doing that for a lot of years, I, I, I kind of got in the, the knack of, of helping people. Yeah, um, well, it also and, taught and, you the skill
2: set to sell. I think, you know, like be able to like, it, again, you have to believe in the product, but being able to sell, I think it, it, you sell yourself. People that, are in sales I believe can do a lot of different things if they can Mm -hmm. sell well yeah I mean I I think that uh, not to knock anything about college but I think that that. I think
0: college is bullshit real real life experience I think is I mean the world's run by C students and people that were a lot of I mean yeah
2: yeah, I mean, look at you. I You're knocked over the tree in tenth <laughs> yeah. grade, so I completed ninth grade. I have
0: a ninth grade education. That's all. That's uh, crazy, dude. My boarding school was not accredited. I went and got a GED, a good enough
2: diploma. Really, I was you did? Yeah. No kidding. Awesome. A <laughs> yeah. good enough diploma. Never heard that. Good enough. <laughs> you never heard that. Never heard it. That's awesome. I know a lot um, of friends that got the GED. Um, that's what I did. Yeah, and then I, had, I went to college. You did go to college, uh, yeah. College is bullshit. I went to college every, every time I was on probation. It.
1: <laughs> did you
2: because I wanted. to. <laughs> I think it depends
1: on what you do. Do people realize what it's has to do? I, I hope goes... my doctor went. I mean, to college. When I was, this guy when I was he's super 20s.
2: successful. He's like you know during my probation stint I would go get credits. <laughs> I think I was like 20 and I stole
0: the books from the bookstore or something. I got put on probation, so every time like you know like that's yeah. hilarious. All right, so I, was, so I was rotten, man. So you so oh, that's good. I try to give back as much as I can now to try to break even on the karma
2: scale. Yeah, because <laughs> I you figure go. you know,
0: like I, I really, really like make it a conscious effort to help as many people as I can. Nowadays, yeah, you know, because. Um yeah, I, I took a lot from the community and a lot from – But just, it wasn't was like you are a bad a person. Yeah, I did some bad stuff, man. That made me a bad person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the transparency. <laughs> you know I mean? Nobody's
1: I was, perfect. I
0: was a bad apple, yeah. dude, but I, I fixed it. I fixed it. Like my mom would always say, oh, you have a good heart. Yeah, but I steal shit. You know, like I'm a shoplifter. <laughs> I was rotten, man. I I had no conscience walking in the Meijer when I was – Now I like awesome. – I always send people to Meijer because I say support Michigan business. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, was, I used to – I was rotten man That's I was a ro- awesome. I don't know why my parents are so good and I just had this knack in me when I was a teenager that was so That's rotten That's interesting. Just,
2: yeah. All right so you are a rotten kid you sold you sold carpets now let's fast forward a little bit no, I
0: never sold drugs. That's, that was a good. That's good. Because you know, a lot of a lot of kids I grew up with did that. Yeah, I didn't do
2: anything no drugs for you. That's so good. good. Um, so uh, <laughs> the, then, what did you do after the, after the Kirby thing? So you kind of jumped around. You did the car sale stuff. How did? How, how, what made you get into carpets? I mean, that's an interesting when I transition. I was
0: around 2000 or 2001. Uh, I saw an Empire commercial on TV. Yeah, and I remember Empire when I was uh, not the TV show. I, no, 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 no. Empire. Five, eight, eight, two, three, not those guys. They have good uh, marketing too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And and I remember hearing the jingle and I said, man, I, I lived in Chicago for six months when I was a teenager. When I was, sure, you he, did. When I was in trouble. Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, it, was, it was a fun summer. Um, but, but I remember the commercials were on in Chicago constantly. So the first time I heard one in Michigan, I said, oh, man, that company is a good company to work for. And what made me think that was because I constantly saw them on TV, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I said, if they're on TV, they've got to be good. Yeah, and right. and at the time I was selling refrigerators at Sears, and I, I you know, it wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah, Sears
2: didn't really work out for anybody, really. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: I had a great boss though, man. He was cool. But uh, and another lady that I worked with which was also awesome. I have horrible ADD, as you can obviously see. It's, it's yeah, good. That's yeah. no, good. <laughs> where we, we're at right now. This we all great. do. Yeah. So if I could do it, you could do it too. Yeah. Because <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the real. That's the real point. No, of that's how not. I really motivate people. Yeah. I just show people what an idiot. At. Yeah. Um, and, but but I, I I was at my my buddy's house and uh, I I said let me call that number and I wanted to get a job there because I knew that you know and I already sold Kirby vacuum cleaners up and you know for several years up in that point point. and so I mean what goes I know why carpet got destroyed. You know, from right. the sand and the dirt and not cleaning mm-hmm. it properly. And yeah. so I figured I already was somewhat of a carpet expert. Right. And when I went in there, they were looking for people that came from New York Carpet World or Clyde's and I didn't have any carpet sales experience. So they didn't take me and I was just very persistent and the persistence I got from being, op- you know, from being so oppositional, not wanting to anybody tell me that I couldn't do something. Right. And so I just, I, I kept digging at it and I kept, and then I, I it, and I, after about
2: finally, like we're just we 20, 20
0: attempts of talking to people higher and higher up the food chain. Finally, somebody said, "This guy's motivated, man. Give him another interview." Right. And I got in there, and I didn't know anything about carpet besides fuzzy side up. That's all. I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, that has I, so many weird connotations. I, right? I, I, I had a boss that was like, you know, God, that guy was like, he was a drill sergeant, man. He wanted to fight me in the parking lot once. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no uh, He would have killed. me, I feel me, like man. you
2: don't do well with authority. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would have killed me, man. I,
0: I knew when to back down on that one, man, because he, he was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But, so uh, you did that. after uh I don't know, five years or something.
2: What did you do at the company? Like, What was your role there? Oh,
0: sales. Just okay. direct sales as an independent contractor. The uh, cust- uh, the company set up um, appointments from the, the television ads. Yeah. And where I came from, I treated those leads – with more respect than I think most of my fellow salespeople did, mm-hmm. because I came from a background of having to go door to door to generate mm-hmm. my own leads.
2: You coveted those leads, that, <laughs> right. so this uh, is know, a, I, that transcends a lot of things. A lot of people, when they're given something, they don't they don't they respect. don't treat them with respect. Yeah. And, and I
0: struggle that with my own company now because I struggle with a lot of our salespeople failing to do follow up with people because they know that if we give them three customers today, they're just going to get three
2: more tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's an age old problem, man. But yeah. people give, get given leads, and we we deal with it in the mortgage industry, yeah. right? Sal, so,
0: I mean. I mean Leads cost a lot of money.
1: Dude, it's hard when you have to generate your own Mm at-bats, right? Like you said, going door to door, like you get a newfound respect for when someone's like, hey, Hey, here's this guy called. He actually wants to set an appointment, right? Like that's. That's a sale. Thank God we do good work because
0: marketing is by far 100% the most expensive part of overhead that we have in our business.
1: Yeah, any
0: business pretty much. uh, We serve a lot of people every year, and it generates a lot of money that comes in. um, But there's a lot of overhead expense, and marketing is by far the most expensive one. Thank God we do good work because we get a lot of referral business as well, and and a lot of people recommend us.
2: So let's fast forward. So you you did that, and then how did you get to the point – because there's, there's a part of your story where, like, you know, the, the power got – not power – the heat got shut off. <laughs> okay. You're in your ba- – like, uh, how, how do we get to there? Yeah, Where is I, that in I, the All right. I was yeah. – all right. Let's go back. I was probably 35 years old, 34
0: years old. <clears throat> what year is this?
1: This is when we Two, met.
0: 2007. I met you in 05, I think, or 06. 05. MySpace. Yeah. MySpace. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. It was, it was 05 or 06 – um, and I, I, I bought a house in in two thousand three. It's my first house that I bought in Saint Clair Shores, and it had an in ground pool. And and um, I run my morning appointments at Empire. They'd call and wake me up because I was still irresponsible to some degree. So, like, so he
1: was out with me the night uh, before,
0: probably till five in the morning yeah. I just, with no
1: driver's license.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a license back then. No,
1: you didn't, didn't. Did you? Yeah, yeah,
0: I was good back then. <laughs> um, it, it was it, it was in my early twenties. I, I lost it a couple times for too many points, but yeah. Anyway. Um I uh I would run my morning appointments and I'd get done with them quickly and I would I'd get three appointments and I'd usually sell two or three out of them and then I'd go home and lay in the pool for like an hour and a half and then have my cell phone on the deck so that when they, they you know they call mm. and wake me up so I can get my little nap in and then I'd give me my next appointments and <laughs> I remember life. I remember laying in she the pool a tough life. and I'm thinking man by the, my, my mortgage is on a 15 year mortgage. By the time I'm 42 years old, my house will be paid off. I've got a Cadillac. I've got a $70,000 a year job, man. I'm killing it, man. I got life by the nuts, man. I was so, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was so feeling good. And it was like within a year of that, I, I wound up getting in trouble. I, I was at a bar and I had four drinks in one night and I said, Oh, I'm going to stop drinking for a little bit. And you know, the limit was 0.10. And the week before that, there was a cop that I kicked out of the, 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 the bar that I was doing nightclub promotions for. You kicked him out. I kicked him out because he was like touching on one of the girls. And, and, mm. and so he was like, you knew who I am. I said, I don't care who you are. And we, we kicked him out and the owner of the bar said, no, she's, that person's a regular, you know, you don't do that. And I'm like, well, I, you know, I don't know. He was touching on Ashley and I didn't, you know, I, I, I like, like Ashley. You. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, and so anyways, the next week, um, you know, I had three or four drinks over the course of the night and, and, uh, it's the end of the night, it's two o'clock in the morning, and everyone's leaving the bar. And I look across the street as I'm going out in the parking lot. And I see four cop cars across the street. And I was like, ah, uh, that might be the guy that I kicked out last week. So I called a cab and I and I and I'm with the owner of the bar for about a half hour and 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 it's cold out this time of the year. And so she goes, Joe, it's two thirty, I gotta go home. You know, she goes, mm-hmm. go wait in your car. So the second I, I turn my Ignition on my car. Oh. Woo! They come across the street. I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't. The car didn't even leave the parking lot. Oh, dude. <laughs> and and, uh, and as as that happened, uh, the the cab rainbow cab <laughs> company pulled up, and uh, so it still know, popped up, you. What's that? They still yeah, pop, yeah. Because I was operating a motor vehicle, I had the keys. In the so in Michigan, instead, just
2: so yeah. if understand, understands, like uh, you're not allowed to be in the car with the key mm-hmm. in the ignition, or and they car started. That, yeah, the yeah, they the minute the lights turned on. I'm if operating. The keys operation. not in, sure, it's nationwide. I don't, it's, I don't think, be think it's car started if the keys in the ignition. No, no. no. car, car,
0: car, car turned right. on because I turned the heat on. But I, mean, I think they knows. can get
2: you with just the key in the ignition.
0: Though I think if even if either in possession, because I think in Arizona, a friend of mine that happened too, and she was just sleeping
1: in. You might be okay if you're sleeping in the back seat. I don't know, but I know, and I know wouldn't be nationwide sleep in the car. Dr-
2: drunk driving is pretty harsh, but in Michigan, especially in some jurisdictions. I mean, it, they I mean, I, I had a DUI, and I know what it, what it, what, it, what it's like, and it is harsh, very very harsh here in Michigan. It's very expensive. I was I was
0: right on the very line. Expensive. I was exactly a 0.11, and yeah. I didn't leave the parking lot, so they were somewhat lenient with me. They they dropped it down to impaired on my, you know, it was my first offense, yeah. and um but yeah, I mean, it, was as much as I better? hated it at the moment, you know, because I lost my license and had to go through it, it was really a really good thing for me it that it happened you. because, you know, I mean, there's, a- the one time I got caught there were probably a dozen times before that that I probably was 100%. even higher higher up the ladder mm-hmm. than I really was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that I definitely shouldn't is have been driving. Uber.
2: U- Uber's really changed that. So but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay, but, you get in trouble. So I got in trouble. Um I ended up losing my license. Okay. Um, you know,
0: the I couldn't do the job because I had to drive. Right. You know? And so, you know, oh, I lost sh- lost uh lost that income that I thought was great and oh, you know, so now my house is starting to go behind on the bills and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a lot of time, there was a, a job offer that was lingering out there in Arizona for Express Flooring. It's another floor covering company that a lot of people that I worked with at Empire wound up going to Arizona to work for this company. And they kept telling me, you should come down to Arizona, come down to Arizona. I was like, I don't want to move to Arizona. What's in the desert? I've never been there. You know, I don't really want, want to go there. Um, I got a job selling basement waterproofing at a company uh, uh, over by the airport. And um, I did that for a few months. And I was good at it. I just hated it because I was, I was selling – pain you know like nobody wanted nobody wants to buy a pacemaker (laughs) you know you have to buy it or you die so nobody wants to buy basement waterproofing because it's like if you don't do it it's you know that five thousand dollar repair is going to be a ten thousand dollar repair in two years and if you still ignore it then it's gonna be a twenty thousand dollar repair so you got to do it and so it wasn't selling fun like I was used to. I mean, it was a fun challenge to sell Kirby vacuums. It was, a fun, it was fun to fear. sell cars. You're, you're
1: selling on fear now. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 And I hate like it. Kind of like us um, selling debt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you moving want, it around. Yeah, you yeah know know, want I mean, some yeah. debt. We're selling. But, it but $2,
0: you're $2, relieving $2. the pain. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, you know, people buy a lot of times for pain. They either buy for pain or you know to avoid pain. Pain, and pain and, or pleasure. And, yeah, yeah. And so. Um, uh, I did that for a little while, and then um, I wound up
2: just getting out of that altogether. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I got depressed, and I just you know. So talk to me how you started the company because because we're literally running on it. Okay, I, I got <laughs> to Arizona, did that for two or three wow. years. When I came back,
0: when I came back to uh, Michigan, um, I was either go back to work for Empire, um, yeah. and I went there, talked to an inter- had an interview over there, and and um, there was there was a couple of very specific reasons why I left Empire. Yeah. Um. Couple things you don't have to get into it, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And and when I got there and I talked to them, I just realized, no, this is the reason why I left. I don't want to go back into this. Reminded you, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so I um, the economy tanked. It was uh, two thousand nine. You know, wasn't great then. It was it was horrible. Yeah. It, was, it was housing you know, market. People weren't spending money right. Yeah, people were losing their houses in foreclosure. Yeah. Nobody Everybody was changing the carpets, right. right? Yeah, <laughs> um, But I but I uh, I knew installers from when I worked at Empire that were not getting any work because the economy was tanked.
2: There's a vacuum. What's that? There's a vacuum of like of like people that had wanted work that weren't getting work right. in the industry, right? Right.
0: And the I mean the economy was horrible, and I I I um uh, I made a little website you know on Wix.com. I had no money. Yeah. Wow. And I when I came back to Michigan, I was living. I lost my house that was here in, in Michigan foreclosure. Um. So my buddies that were living with me before were renting a house in St Clair Shores as well, and the landlord wasn't paying the mortgage company. He was just taking their yeah, fourteen hundred dollars. That happened and, uh, a lot. So think about and, that, so the house yeah. went into the foreclosure. You're renting um, a
2: house that goes into foreclosure. That happened a lot. They had the then.
0: gas on illegally, um, and and so when the <laughs> gas company found out, they put a lock on the. Is this um, guy related to you? No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, they, so so they shut the they shut the heat off. So from October until January, there was a three thousand dollar debt on the gas on the Whoa. gas bill. So the one roommate moved out. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, and so me and my buddy were living in there, and. Um, that garage and that foreclosed house was the first warehouse for the carpet guys. Cause I, I that's where I bought all the, I stored all the carpet. You just decided there. to do
2: it. So what made you decide to do it? You know, cause there's most people are too stricken with fear at that point. I had nothing to lose. That's, that's the reality thing. of it. We talked you know, to Kylie. You know, yeah. We've heard this before. You
0: know I mean? I, at the time I was 36 years old and yeah. my, my life was more out of control than it was when I was 16 years old, when I was in and out of juvie. You felt like it was just chaos, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, um uh, I made a, free website on Wix.com, uh-huh. a free website builder. I've done that. And yeah. up in the yellow, up in the upper right-hand corner, there was a yellow banner that said free website created by Wix. So I put a yellow sunshine up there and put a whole bunch of little <laughs> black lines around it to, can, to kind of camouflage Did it because I, yeah. I didn't want people to know it was a free website. Yeah. After my bankruptcy, I had a credit card with a $600 limit, my Spirit MasterCard because it was out of Barclay Bank out of the U, out of the UK. Yeah. And all my other, you know, I lost everything else so the, all my other credit cards were, were, were closed. And so with that $600 credit limit, I was able to buy carpet from a wholesale supplier locally that had a ton of inventory they couldn't sell they couldn't move because the economy pennings, right? and they had some carpet samples made for me and so i went door to door made flyers went up and down the streets and just put them in i'd knock on people's door and say hey i'm, I'm starting a carpet company i used to work for empire you know and we got some really great deals we don't have the overhead so here if you ever in the market for carpet keep me in mind that's how you started. and then i had when i did the nightclub thing a long time ago i had Promoters, you know that would you know that would go to the bars and spam people on MySpace and Facebook when it first came out to get people to come to the nightclubs. Mm-hmm. And so I said, if if you refer anybody to me and they wind up buying carpet from me, I'll give you a hundred dollar Visa gift card. And they're like, hundred bucks, you know. I mean, they were out promoting yeah. for for a free right. bottle in a booth, you know, to look cool. Yeah. And so they everybody needed a hundred bucks. And so I had at the time I had a few people that were just doing that I had a, a, a my girlfriend that I was dating at the time she had um, her hours got cut way back uh from 40 plus to down to 10 or 12 or whatever per week because the, the where she was working it wasn't doing as well and yeah. and she just got a a new car and she just got a new condo and uh we kind of worked together because you know she we, you know, she would drive me to my appointments and, and take the cell phone and set up the appointments.
2: Because you couldn't drive right now
0: at the time, I couldn't. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so that's why uh, he was
2: walking door to door. <laughs> <laughs> He's like five. That's why I, I did it on my street, yeah. the street behind yeah. me. We <laughs> um, <laughs> on my block. <laughs> but it, but it worked out
0: great because she was she was really great with people and she really helped me organize because that's the one thing I still lack is organization. And she was really well organized and she
2: motivated. Let me ask you me. this. So that's two thousand nine yes right yeah. so the 2009
0: you're going, uh, 2010 2010
2: yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're scrapping you're yeah. go, you're you barely making it fast forward to 2019 right and now how many homes have you ser- do you do a year we do about 15,000 a year now 15,000 so yeah. think about that transition dude we got mm-hmm. think about that salespeople and i mean 60 that, office that's down. pretty impressive i mean yeah. that i mean just like that there's a lot but that the sure concept in is there.
0: basic and the concept i learned that first year you know, I I had nothing to lose. I watched the secret, the video. Yeah, yeah. You just it, believe it. It's a book because I can't read. I I, I read three <laughs> pages, I forget the first page. I mean, I I, I gotta watch it on video. <laughs> I love you, Joe. You're um, a great human. And I, it's only audio book or video. I can't. I, I, I feel I'm, you. Horrible. I feel reading. you. Um, but so I watch this and I'm thinking, you know, this this whole thing about visualization and 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 uh, believing you know, it. Yeah. And so I said, I got nothing else to lose because this was introduced to me four years before that at the waterproofing company, and and I ah, I ain't, ain't listen <laughs> to that. Well. The people that followed that were successful. The people that didn't follow that were like me. So I looked at my friends that weren't successful and saw the things they did and they didn't do. And I looked at the people that were successful that were my friends at one point that kind of left me behind. And I said, what are they doing differently? Yeah, I
2: think that's true. But by the way, for anybody that does anything in life, you have to have a belief system, whether it's the secret or whatever. You've got to believe – in what you're doing and you're like, you've got to just believe that you're gonna be successful. You've got to have a vision of that, right? You've got to have a
0: vision. You have to have a roadmap. You yeah. To, you know, and, and so you think of these unre- unrealistic goals. And at the time, you know, I mean, nobody was making any money, you know, and and I was mm-hmm. obviously broke. And I said, you know, I've, I've always done really good at sales, but I've never really made a six figure income. Mm-hmm. You know, what would it take to make $100,000? Mm-hmm. Well, I had no overhead, but a third, of what I, the, a third of what a customer would spend would be on the material. A third of it would go to the installer and a third of it would go to me. So in order for me to make my first year of 100,000 in sales I had to I had to figure out uh, make for me to make 100,000 You broke 000, them backwards. I had, I had to, I had to make $300,000 in sales. So I said what would it take for me to sell $300,000 between April when we started and the end of the year. Well, we did the math. If I sold two out of three, if I got in front of three customers per day, it would equal 300k. So,
2: so you broke it down.
0: That's a lot. A right. lot of salespeople need to do that. But what was, I did is I wrote it down. I didn't just think about it. I right. wrote it. I, it was. It wasn't just a goal. I, I, I wrote it everywhere. We put sticky notes in my girlfriend's car in her rearview mirror. I mean, she was annoyed as hell with me. And right. I put it over in the refrigerator on the milk. I put it. On, I put it on the outside of the refrigerator on the on, you know on her alarm clock, uh, you know, on the mirror in the bathroom. Three leads a day equals 300k. And at the end of the year, we did like three hundred and thirty or three hundred and forty thousand dollars. Like, oh my god, that really worked! Let's set another unrealistic goal. Let's go for a million. There's no way in hell it's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. People are in business for ten years before they hit a million dollars, and we did. We we killed a million. That's wild. And then three million, then six million, then eleven million, then you know. So why do you th- why do you think people bought from you? Uh, I think it's really the care factor. I think that that um, a lot of businesses just it's a get you know, it's a you know hit it and quit it get the money and it's run transactional and, 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 and with Super us yeah. You know, I, I was, my girlfriend at the time really cared about the customer, yeah. you know, over the phone when she'd set up their appointment, she would talk about their dog and their kids and everything else. And when I got to the house, it was already half sold because they loved her so much. Yeah. And I realized that, that when whenever I sold something that really benefited the customer before it benefited me, I did great with it. Yeah. And so I made it a point to make sure we take, go above and beyond and really take care of the customer, not just give them a, you know, Okay, this will this will last. It's good product, da 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 da, and be out the door. Yeah, you know we didn't give them a thirty day or ninety day or one year warranty, even like the big stores give a one year warranty. I said as long as you own your home,
2: I'm gonna take care if, of you. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm your and, guy, and I and I'm committed to that. Yeah, and I was I was hundred percent genuine on that, and and it went a long way because you know when customers would call us back. Um, you with little issues or something they were surprised they're like really you're coming back
2: yeah, yeah we'll take care of no, it no yeah it's we, i mean that's how, how we build our business
0: dude. i got a bad this yelp thing, right? review at 11 mm-hmm. o'clock at night and and i call it's and it's i woke gro- my girlfriend up. can you, can you drive you, me to right? gross point i gotta go there i gotta go there i gotta yeah. go there and and i went there you know at 11 o'clock at night i mean i just did whatever it took yeah you know somebody said always answer your phone i always answered my phone
2: i mean these are the, the okay so just so you know little our, things that a lot our, of people our, don't do our business even though they're different Right, we do mortgages. You do carpet and Sal and and Brad. We talk about this all the time. The pieces of success are really the same, right? We take care of our clients. We care. We are insane about service and and, and making sure that everybody's taken care of.
1: You could even look at it from like a dealership perspective, right? The new car at this dealer is the same as the other one, but when you have a small issue or something needs to be taken care of, like those follow-up calls and the the calls you have, hey. I don't like the way this rattle sounds on this, you know. How do you handle the issues is <laughs> really right. someone are sure. like if well, you
0: minimize it and say, yeah. oh, no, it's just this. You know, then,
1: I'll get, right. Just buy a new oh, carpet. Yeah, bring yeah. it in. Let's check it out. Yeah. Right? What, is,
0: what does Google do? Why does everybody use Google instead of MSM or, or AOL or anything else? Because it gives, it gives the customer, the, the person searching, the best user experience. Their focus is not on... Just getting the most per click when you're buying clicks mm-hmm. from people had, is, is having experience. a good quality score. Yeah. So that way you know, the, the customer gets the best user experience. And if I can somehow provide the best user experience, we come out to their house – Instead of them having to the schlep to our, our place or go from store to store, yeah, we give them, you know, we give them the best financing that's out there. We bring the samples right to their home; they can look at it underneath their lighting, next to their furniture. You know, you're, you're, you know.
2: you're making the experience as very human easy. as human and as, as 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 in touch with that person as possible, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so that's how you built the business, which is a <clears throat> wild, wild story, and we can probably spend five episodes on on just how you built it. Now, another big piece. So, like the way I know about you guys personally is billboards, uh, mm-hmm. marketing, your marketing is really on point, right? So talk to me about your decision and at what point you decided to say, you know what? Marketing is a big piece of what we do. And, and talk to me about the importance of it and how you decided to kind of go into that, your right. mentality. Um, back when I
0: started at empire, the first thing, why did I call that company and want to leave my job so it's quickly? Cause I saw them on TV. Yeah. I said, they've got to be good. I've always saw them in Chicago. They're the best. You know. And so I said, you know, I've really got to be in front of people and, and, me always even as a kid wanting to be the center of attention you know yeah uh it, it fit because i started with social media marketing and craigslist and all the real cheap stuff and then google ad pay-per-click and back then nobody was doing it so i got it kind
2: of got into it at the right yeah, time just so the everybody knows, it was back then it was much the barrier of entry is much lower than it is today today right. it's really crowded yeah.
0: yeah yeah and it's expensive if i had to start it over right now it'd be a whole different whole, yeah that's where whole right, different yeah, ball like, game. shit man how much are you can <laughs> right? um but but I think I just got lucky I did it in the right order, you know, and then I started getting into print and then I, I think got a I don't think there's anything like. Well, you, you, there you, was a lot of trial and error, but I was, you know, it took in, advantage of opportunities. In my Well,
1: in the reality is now, right? Like, oh man, that's so expensive to get into it now, but there is something that people will be talking about in four or five years. That's the next platform for marketing. Yes. Right. Yeah. Where you get in on, on that low barrier to entry. You've got to keep your, you've got to have a lot of irons in the fire. I think right now,
2: I think if you, if you resonate with people, um, at That's the, a, how do you at, resonate at with their people? at their level yeah. at their
0: perspective? Um, they seem to listen to you more, yeah,
2: and respect you because they know you're coming at them from a real point of you know. People from, people are sick of being them. computerized and and they want human interaction nowadays. Yeah. I feel like everything's so cold, right? Yeah. And I think people actually having a human help them is is that goes a long way. I think there's the pendulum swinging now the other yeah. way. So anyway, so you you're, you're starting <clears> to think, okay, how am I going to scale this business, right?
0: Um, It was really, again, it was a lot of trial and error because there was times I remember when we were, you know, five years ago or something, we were doing six or eight million dollars a year and it was our best year. We never had a year go down. It was always, you know, increasing every single year. Um, But we were doubling the sales from the previous year and I'm looking at the company bank account watching it dwindle. I'm like, how is this happening? And within just a couple months, it was almost bankrupt and I couldn't figure out. Why you and losing money? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and 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 I couldn't see where's this, where's it leaking? Is somebody stealing? Is it you know? And it was it, there actually was somebody stealing. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, but not that much. I mean, I mean, where, where it was really happening was because I wasn't, I didn't have an understanding of, I didn't know how to read a profit and loss statement. And no other business owner, that's all have, Brad. No other, no no business owner in, in my you know in my industry is going to help me. I'm their competitor. No, right. there's yeah. no manual of how to run a business, and you know, and um, and so. What I was spending on marketing to try to keep us busy was burying us, you know, and we weren't tracking, you know, we didn't have KPIs, key performance indicators to see, you know, what what kind of our... Return on investment? Are we getting from this spend? You know, right? And I didn't have any rules in place. Just I, I just kind of went with my gut. I said, Oh, it's January. We're going to be slow. Let's
2: boost up advertising, which and works, you know, I, by the way. Which so your gut was probably right, but you were just weren't doing within the parameters. But uh, of the yeah, and I and I was way yeah. and I was
0: way backwards. I mean, yeah, if you
2: don't have the numbers in front of you, you, you your intuition will just want to be spend, 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 spend. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, you want to spend at the, but you can lose your way if you go too crazy. That's and, why. And, and, and my quick. same
0: mentality of wanting to take care of my customers is I, is. I I also wanted to really take care of my salespeople. I wanted to make sure they were busy. Yeah, yeah. So it's slow time. Yeah. What do we got to do? Keep them busy. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to pay their bills, you know? Right. So I, I doubled up advertisement. We have all these installers and we've really handpicked some of the best installers in all of Metro Detroit. Really, literally. I mean, we got the best ones out there yeah. and how do I keep them? I got to keep them busy. So I was desperate to make sure that I would, you know, and, in doing so I didn't have that balance. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I couldn't I didn't stay in the parameters and yeah. I kept them busy, but I almost bankrupted the company. In Luckily, the you caught it early enough. Luckily, very a lot very of companies lucky. don't. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, most businesses, they say or 90% they do. Of businesses fail in the first yeah. three years and really all it is is they run out of money before they run out of errors. Yeah. Or if they, mm-hmm. they they
2: catch it and then they freak out and spend more because they're like, "Oh man, I really got to pick this up and I'm going to spend more to get yeah. the drive to the sales. I think anybody like even like real estate agents a lot of times they will want to spend 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 on the next shiny object, but they're not really looking at the ROI, the return on investment. They're not really thinking about, "Okay, well, I'm spending all this money, is it really effective?" So how did you kind of hone it like so so you're spending all this money, you're kind of just spraying and praying, right? At that point, kind of a little bit. At the time, um, yeah, to some degree, yeah, yeah, right. You just try to do everything. So, like, how did you button that up, and where did you decide to go? Because obviously, billboards are expensive. Uh, all this stuff does cost money. So, how did you kind of hone that in? Um, luckily, I
0: had I was had a good relationship with my old boss in Arizona, and he's built a fifty sixty million dollar a year company. and yeah. they're doing same same type of business, and he was able to be you know, pretty transparent with me on some certain things. I I went up, I I went out there, I met with him That's awesome. and I spent several hours, you know, with him and, uh, just crutching numbers and things like that. And he says, if you ever, if you succeed, you got to buy me a Rolls Royce one day, Joey. (laughs) So it's on my goal list every single year is buy Jerry a Rolls and half the people that read my goals. I I put, I put them out there publicly so everybody could read my goals. So that way it keeps me accountable. Um, they're they're like, who's Jerry. That's my old boss. Why would you want to buy your old boss a Rolls Royce? I said, because I owe him everything. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, but <laughs> and it's re- it's actually really one of my goals. <laughs> That's awesome. Our whole one, company, day,
1: one day
2: be able to do that. <laughs> Our whole
1: company updates goals every day. Really? Spreadsheets, Yeah. We should
2: do that. We don't do that enough. It's a personally. good thing. Yeah. We have, what are some of your goals, Heather?
1: Um, what right are here. some of my freedom? my phone Where is my phone? I will tell <laughs> will you pull what it my up. goal
2: is. All right. You pull that up. Let, me, let us know when you get it. Um, so, okay. So today, this your business today, what does it look like and and where do you want to take it?
0: Uh, we're at 14 and John R so we're in a really beautiful building that we share with Brian Elias from Hansons and uh, we actually occupy about the same amount of space as they do in their in their wow. own building wow. and uh, um so we've, we've stock about a million and a half almost two million dollars of inventory that we have on our shelves that we can put into somebody's house the very next day which gives us huge advantage in the marketplace that's because huge. when you go to you know the box stores and then you gotta buy mm-hmm. it and then like you know, three so weeks. Wait, you wait two, three weeks yeah. and half the time they don't even give you a real price they give you an estimate at the store yeah. and then they send somebody out for $50 to go measure then after they measure they come back with a price that's 30% higher because yeah. oh yeah. we factual, forgot to tell you about the it's waste factor yeah. you know, I've, so d- I've we done really that experience a, three times we, we provide a great <laughs> experience I mean if somebody calls Calls us today's Wednesday. We can put your carpet in tomorrow. We can be at your house today. You call us right now. We can be at your house this afternoon. Sell you something. Pick out something you like. And, and nine times out of ten, it's on our shelf. We can put it in tomorrow
2: morning. So would you say that you took a lot of the industry that you saw that didn't work and decided to like make it better? You yeah, know what I mean? but I
0: mean, I worked for when I worked for Empire, <clears throat> they were the first next day company in, in mm-hmm. the country, and so they really revolutionized. So you it saw that years. work, yeah, yeah, and it was great to be a salesperson, be able to go out there and be at some person's house at nine o'clock at night, and she says, "I want that pink." carpet. (laughs) Yeah. No one has pink. I can do it for you tomorrow. Tomorrow work. Good. Take the stuff off your shelves and we'll move other furniture. I mean, it was great. So I took the best things that I learned from that company and from other companies. Right. And I discarded a lot of the things that I thought I really didn't like. Yeah. Um, and it worked out great. Now over time I found that some of the things that I didn't like, I find, Oh, there's a reason why they did it. I get it now. Mm -hmm. You know, I became kind of
2: enlightened to a lot of the Mm -hmm. processes and procedures that at the time I thought were stupid, but, um, yeah, I've got Heather's goals here. Be successful in my career and love what I do. Make enough money to support my family independently. Purchase a, a red classic convertible car or a fast car. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's well, awesome. one of
1: them. If you go down, is to buy a new house, and I've been working with you yeah. guys on yeah. a mortgage. We're, we're gonna so. figure that out. But if and you, look I at that, actually, can I see that? yeah, let's look at Joe's.
0: No, 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 I was gonna show her the, the structure of this real quick. Oh, yeah.
1: like, So this like, is like, like something every, your whole every, company every does. single
0: person, whether you're somebody that's an employed employee in the warehouse that's just bailing old pad and recycling the yeah. pad, or somebody that's you know, a, you know, a CFO of the company or company vice president, even myself, every they've got lifelong goals, they've got ten year goals written down here. Um, this shows when they updated them last. What are my goals for the month? What are my goals for the week? Um, and what are my goals for today? Where would and I, then, I and like we to travel? It every single day, it's got travel bucket list, so we
2: can kind of have a, a roadmap in life. Um, so you're really big on setting goals and working
1: at yeah. towards them, right? Because I mean, that's where
0: got, what got you Cubby says if you if you've ever I, I didn't read it, I, I listened to sock. it. Yeah. the the uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the yeah. first chapter, where he's talking about is think with the end in mind. Yeah, you know, what do you want people to say at your funeral? How did you affect people? What yeah. did you do? What mark did you make in this earth, and how did you know people? They'll forget your name, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Right, and and so you know, if you think of where you want to be at the very end, what do you want to accomplish along this path? Because along this path, we only have one life, as far as I know. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, and if we have more, then great. I probably won't remember this one because I don't remember. Right. The last I'm going to come back like right? as a cow <clears throat> or something. If I <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being a mosquito? No. They're flying around. You're just <laughs> whacking them. They're
2: saying, "Hey, yeah. it's me. It's me. It's your buddy." You live. You, you, you live for like 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But it <laughs> would be a fish fly. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah but, but
0: but but we only have one one chance at this, as far as we know. Um yeah. And if if we're gonna do it, you know. Where do we want to be at the end of the game? Where do we want to be when we're sixty? Where do we want to be when we're fifty? Sometimes it's and how hard. do we and, and, and set up the KPIs to know where we are this week, this month, this year to reaching those longer term goals. And Some, if you have that roadmap, then roadmap, But then sometimes you
2: can do people it. are so they feel and you've been there, right? You you're so you feel like you're so buried and, and you're so below sea level, right? Mm-hmm. That it's like, how can I possibly have these goals? when I can't even see above water right now? The only reason I'm able to do
0: it is because I've been underwater a few times. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've got a ninth grade education. I've been kicked out of every school that I've been in. I've been in and out of juvia. I've been arrested I don't know how many times when I was a kid. Yeah. And as an adult, even as a young adult, I got in a lot of trouble. And, you know, so odds are way against me. You know, at 35 years old, I was homeless. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if, if this idiot right here can do it, Hmm. You know, and I and all I did is watch other idiots. I saw other idiots that they, they were just like me that <laughs> took themselves out of brush, you know, dust themselves off and figured out a way to make become successful. They find a way to make things happen. Yeah, and I said if I do what they do, then I'll get what they got. Yeah, and
2: I was just open minded enough to, to try it. But you also had to put the work in, right? It's yeah, not you, it's, put you the can't just in. put something on a piece of paper and think it's gonna like some right. people like you got you got to. Do it. Do it all. Like yeah. It's. It's. You, you gotta, gotta have really, substance. If you wish yeah. in one
0: hand, shit in the other one. Which one's full? Faster. It's not gonna work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, you my gotta. You gotta to work towards it. The time. Really. <laughs> every day. she'd tell
2: me that. People always say like they'll look at something like my, my a friend or someone that knows. They're like, man, you're doing really well. Like, blah blah blah. And I'm like, dude, it's a struggle every day. Like, life is built to like kind of like knock you down over. It. I mean, people, Everybody yeah. that's successful, people that just look at the success, but right? think it wasn't a great that you fell off your bike. Yeah, you've got to
0: because fail. You, because if you didn't if you didn't hurt. He you got would <laughs> Oh, I don't want to do that back. again. Uh, you wouldn't have tried harder. Yeah, this, the and next whether time.
1: it's business, history, personal, like the the largest wins are typically after a big defeat. Yeah, right. They said all the Babe Ruth was, I mean, was like, a strikeout. I had a hundred one dollars in my bank account two years ago. I remember that. No one knew. Right? I, knew I had that. a brand new Rolex on. I was like, oh. people were like, man, you're killing. I'm like, Sal was in a bad. No, place. I am yeah, not. I'm I'll I'll Take this back, and I was like. But after that, I swear, I swore to myself, Different. like I'm gonna have to earn this. Sal right? changed. And I'm gonna have to like yeah. bust it out every single month, month after month.
2: Sal looked at me, goes, "Man, I'm I'm not happy right now." And he looked like he was in a <laughs> bad place. And I'm like, and he's like, "Ever since
1: then, dude, he like he just made a choice, and then he just kept moving up." But so. it's that
0: pain that made you, you
1: gotta get to have to that pain.
0: So you would never want to go through that pain again. It was
1: pain, embarrassment, almost like what if, what have I been doing wrong? And the reality is, is kind of like like you said right like i don't think i like envisioned what i could do right cuz if you can't see where you want to be like you'll never know the steps to get there right yeah. and like and those steps aren't always clear but you know it's going to be a road up right like yeah. you said everyone always sees you know the guys and like oh this is awesome you you know must be nice to wake up and be able to get into your car and drive and have this awesome business but it's like in reality dude, they'd have no idea how
2: many little things it's like every day you've got to move the needle forward a little bit and sometimes you move it forward two ticks and you go back one and sometimes you go back two and you move it one but you're always like it's like a fight and people don't kind of get that like if you're in the business sometimes they want to point fingers like oh the market's bad uh, that person did this. This person did that like yeah. I'm really uh, slow. Vic- if you're Lie. a victim, you're, it just you you can't be a victim in this yeah. business. You just what, can't. Once you find an excuse that you can accept and
0: believe yourself, then you're toast. You're toast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. just can't you can't buy the bullshit sandwich. Just yeah.
2: Gonna, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. So we're, we're running out of time. We do a thing called three questions on every show. So we ask three random questions. One's always the same. Um that's two random questions and then i'll i'll i'll, I'll have the cl- I'll, I'll let you guys know tell the cl- audience how to get a hold of you so first question what scares you and you heather what's what what scares you
1: I'm scared of heights
2: okay yeah. how high how high is well, like what's like some people are like ladder high and other people are like plain high
1: plain high mm-hmm. okay, not ladders I'm fine on a ladder
2: I'm scared of cancer yeah I'm, that's I'm definitely scared of, of there's no fucking know, way to i'm oh, yeah. sorry uh, there's no way to like uh fix that yeah. You know, I, I, everybody's I, afraid of that. I, I try
0: not to think about it because I do believe in the law of attraction as I, I really yeah, try to yeah. think positive, but
2: yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm scared for health, you know, health. Cause conditions. you can't see that coming yeah. Something, Yeah. It's, it's like a silent killer. So, all right. Next question is, uh, if you could apologize, either one of you or both of you, actually, if you could apologize to one person in your past, who would it be and why, but not your parents, because you probably have already apologized to them. Um, for me, my yeah. son's mom, I,
0: I, yeah, I wish I would have, um, I wish I would have um, gave it more of an effort instead of being so selfish at the time when uh, you know yeah. before her. That's strong.
2: Were, we we separated. That's yeah. strong.
1: For me, my mom, because I was always hard on her growing up. She was a single mom.
2: Oh, you probably messed her up bad. Didn't yeah. you say well, besides she, your parents? Yeah.
1: It's okay. Oh, besides <laughs> your parents. Besides your
2: parents. Well, him besides his parents, but your mom probably. You well, probably. I
1: always point. apologize. So
2: always apologize. Yeah, that's so good.
1: No one besides my mom.
2: That's good. And then I like this one. So if you could spend. A week in somebody else's body, who would it be and why?
1: Oh geez.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go first, and that's why I gotta think about this one here. I have to think too. Really? Maybe
1: you, Joe.
2: Oh oh, that's interesting. So, so <laughs> that's really. I mean, are we getting stars included or
1: not? <laughs> <laughs> anybody you no. want, bro? I man. thought we were keeping this PG. Well, I mean, it's your
2: own imagination. <laughs> this one, I didn't say that. Any, any anybody you want, man. So, I don't know what are you going to be doing in his body for a week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. no, you you go first. Let me think. I got to think. think. Well, she already answered it. Oh, she answered it, but she didn't say Let why. Let me think.
1: Um, why? Because I just to get in his mind and see what he thinks.
2: Well, you're not in his mind. You're in his body. Somebody that's alive right now anybody anybody the answer is really very very open mm-hmm. or the question is actually you have, you, you have your mind but you're in their body and having their experiences but, but, with their if, circle but i
0: mean am, am, am i doing the matrix so <laughs> i'm like sucking all their information they have in their brain and get, no he said no brain right? no, just, no,
1: just, no, just body living just in their, living
0: lives, their body yeah. with my with my their body, body their their
2: circle. Circle. Lives in
1: california i just want to be on the beach yeah.
2: Yeah, like I like I think I would want to be like Elon Musk and see what his life is like. For I movie. wouldn't
1: want to have again. You would have your mind in Elon Musk's body. You might as well go work at Burger King. No, but I want to <laughs> see what his life is like. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want Zach
2: I, Efron, man. He gets
0: all the chicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> I <think> go <laughs> <he'll> be like the <laughs> Rock and just no, get smashed up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I really don't know. I mean, um... Zach Efron's a good one, man. He's a good look. Marilyn kid. Monroe. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right. So you, so you, you probably just really like your body, and you're just really happy. no. <laughs> like I, I wish I looked like Zac Efron. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: no, I all don't right. know. That's all right. So That's a tough question. It, it is. Really,
2: yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. It's, think about it. We'll, we'll we'll put it in the comments if you if you send it over. So, um, listen, man. Honestly, you guys have really like for us being in a business where we started a year ago, and hearing your story. I think anybody hearing your story, it is super inspirational, and understanding that like. It isn't easy. The road is never really easy. Everybody's road is a little bit different. But the pieces of success are all kind of the same no matter where you're at. Right? So I I really, really appreciate you guys coming on the show, talking to our audience. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Tell the audience how they can get a hold of you. Obviously, they probably already know, but let them know how they can get a hold of you if they need a carpet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> carpet Eight, five,
2: five, five, four for my guys.
0: guys that's the carpet guys and yeah. also basement waterproofing in Michigan
2: which And is by great. the way I love the fact that he called he, they named the co- company Carpet Guys cuz think about it you go to the door and there's the carpet guy and the kid yells to his mom <laughs> that's exactly what it was Ma, Ma, carpet guys <laughs> the are carpet here. guys are here yeah. right it's always the carpet guys are here so that <laughs> that's where like, the name came that's from exactly where it came I know from. <laughs> I know it's awesome so I I love the marketing I love what you guys are doing and I'm really stoked to see you guys grow and succeed some more you guys have a I great a commercial coming with that what? The carpet guys are here. I mean, that's literally how they there got the go. name. you yeah.
0: th- You know what? We never made a commercial. We, that's what I'm saying. It, right? You guys done, should make a commercial you. on that. I don't oh, know it. why that we never thought of that. That's but, yeah, exactly 100%. who you are.
2: 100%. So congratulations on all your success. We really thank wish you. you the best. Jessica. You too. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Nice. Jessica, that's thank her. you for being here. Uh, everybody. Uh,
1: Doris, thank you for filming. Oh
2: yeah! By the way, Doris, check out the glove. Doris has been walking around, just filming us the whole time. She's been a silent assassin. Did you get my angles? Yeah, yeah. give me me the right angles. got to be like holding up two weights for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joey, do your
1: pouty lip.
2: Wow, that's a good. No, the
1: other one when you take selfies.
2: You take selfies. No, <laughs> oh. the, yes, the he duck. Does. The duck. No, I don't.
1: Yes, you do. The you do that pop? all the time. Oh, selfie
0: videos for like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, like
1: you know what
2: I like about Joe? You know what I like about Joe? If people are from the area, you're East Side till you die. Like you're an East Side. Like, we grew up on the East Side, so I know I'm exactly. Grubby. We're That's like, cool, man. We're like the uh, Jersey <laughs> fun. Shore of Michigan. <laughs> yeah. we fun. Shore. We're like the Jersey Shore of Michigan. All right, guys. We love you. Thank you all for listening. Find us on all your podcast apps. This was a lot of fun. Carperguys.
1: Com. There you
2: go. Bye, bye, guys.
1: You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real
0: estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available.